Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam. Let's see what's on today's itinerary. It is Hollywood's biggest night, as we've been told over and over again. I printed out a nice little neat Oscar spreadsheet, because what does this need to make it less fun than a spreadsheet? I ask you, and I've made one just that way I have it so I can write on the spreadsheet. That way I have notes for when I record tomorrow morning's episode of 30 Minute Reviews um, about who won, who lost, and, and all of that cool, cool stuff. Um, so I have that all set to go and ready and all of that. Um, that way I can watch and just, you know, take notes as is, you know, fun. Um, but I got my picks in front of me. And if you want to hear my picks, um, you can go back through. There was an old episode where I did my picks. Um, I believe I was on 30-minute reviews. Um, or you can go to the Smithtown Chronicle. Um, I put up an article a few weeks ago where I did all of my picks on there as well. Nothing has changed. I just have new picks for the short categories because I've seen um, all of the live-action shorts, all of the animated shorts, and I've seen one of the documentary shorts. Um, so I'm just going to go over it again real quick just so everyone's on the same page considering it is now 2.30 in the afternoon Eastern Time. Um, so, you know, why not have everyone on the same page so everyone knows where we are, what I've picked, and all of that. So, uh, Best Picture, Belfast. Best Director, Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog. Best Lead Actor, Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom. I actually love that movie. Uh, I don't know if that's been clear yet. Uh, Best Lead Actress, I put Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Best Supporting Actor, I said Ciaran Hines from Belfast. Best Supporting Actress, Kristen Dunst from The Power of the Dog. Best Adapted Screenplay, Coda. Best Original Screenplay, Licorice Pizza. Best Cinematography, The Power of the Dog. Best Animated Feature, The Mitchells vs. the Machines. Best Costume Design, Cruella. Best Original Score, Dune. Best Sound, Dune. Best Original Song, No Time to Die. Best Documentary Feature, Summer of Soul or When the Revolution Could Not Be Televised. Best Film Editing, Tick, Tick, Boom. Best International Feature, Drive My Car. Best Makeup and Hairstyling, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Best Production Design, Dune. Best Visual Effects, Dune. And Best Animated Short, Robin Robin. Best Documentary Short, Audible. And Best Live Action Short, The Long Goodbye. Those are my picks for what's going to win. Um, so... That's what we have going into the Academy Awards this evening. Um, now, that's not what we're here to talk about, though. We are here to talk about the dropout. Um, as I said um, yesterday, I was sick last week. And, you know, when I'm sick, I can't focus on anything new, which is why I still haven't finished DMZ yet. Um, and then on top of it, I was given um, the first four episodes of... Um, what's that show? Moon Knight. So I had the watch four episodes of Moon Knight, um, that review will go up on Tuesday morning, uh, once the review embargo lifts, so, yeah, all around good, good times, but I, I was kind of falling behind in stuff, uh, I did catch up on, uh, the dropout, episodes five and six, I watched those last night, so, you know, let's, uh, dive into what we think of that, you know, as we look at what the, uh, what this show has kind of become. Now, I think that my big problem is there's not enough of a focus in this show on what 
is the endgame of the fraud for Elizabeth Holmes. Um, and that's really a complaint that if you listen to my other episodes talking about it, it's been kind of a common complaint across the entire thing. Where I think that, you know, is she just trying to make a ton of money? Is that is that why she's doing all of this? Is it... And the thing is, it's like... Because there's definitely a case to be made when you watch the show that it's not a, you know... It, it, it's not a, a scheme to make her rich. But it's kind of like she has a... Like a producer's style, you know, massive fraud going on. Purely so that way, eventually, she'll get to the point where she can make good on the promises that she's made. Where it's like, the idea that, you know... Like, that's, I think, part of what's missing for me. Is an explanation as to, is her claim out of the gate entirely impossible? Because that's something that Laurie Metcalf's character kind of sheds, um, shines doubt onto. Is that, oh, what she's alleging is happening here is just categorically impossible. Like, this can't happen. And the the show doesn't really explain why. Like, we see why it's not working, and we see what steps are being taken to perpetrate the fraud, and and, and how far-reaching the fraud is. But to, to say that it's a, you know, it was... It, it's, it's a little bit of a confusing endeavor, to say the least, that, you know... I, how do I put this? Like... To say that um, the the fraud was entirely on her shoulders, it, it's apparently more and more obvious that that is not 100% the case, um, because it appears that, you know, it, it is very far-reaching, and people are going neat, like, all around. Um, the scene where Ian commits suicide is just heartbreaking. Um, there's something about... Um, animals reacting to death that will always uh, break my heart. Like, that was something that got me in um, A Star is Born um, when Bradley Cooper, he gives the dog a steak, and then he he goes and hangs himself in the garage, and um, the dog is just, like, you know, desperately trying to get in to save him. It's just so, like, that's always going to get me. It's like these two dogs visibly agitated outside the bathroom door, as he's inside and he's he's overdosed. And, you know, these two dogs outside, like, you know, desperately pawing at it to get in while the wife is screaming for... It's, it's just... It's so well done. It's just so heartbreaking. Um, and that actually happened, too, unfortunately. Um, and I think that's one of the things that, like... You know, this show is good at building drama and building all of that, but there's so much in it that just doesn't feel like explained enough. Like, I I feel like I'm waiting for the reveal, like the big reveal at the end of how the magician did this trick. Like, that feels like what we're headed towards here. Like, that feels like where we have to, where this story needs to end up. Like, there needs to be a, uh, a prestige, for lack of a better word, um, to, to point out, like, oh, this is how this happened, um, and this is why this happened the way it is. But, that's the explanation I'm waiting for, and it's never quite, it hasn't come yet. Um, and, and the show is kind of portraying it where it's like, look, she's getting, you know, absolutely, um, William H. Macy is doing it just because he's pissed off about the, uh, 
the lawsuit. Absolutely, it's a personal vendetta that he has against her. Like, that's something that's not, you know, really nebulous. But the fact that people are going after her, it's like, well, was this because she's a woman and all of that? And they're, they're like, well, it's not because she's a woman, she's committing fraud. But then we see, like, you know, again, I come back to this question. Where did the fraud start? Who was the, like, at what point does the fraud begin? Like, at what point do they convert from doing, you know, purely, from from attempting to do something good and moving into, you know, pure, like, being a purely fraudulent enterprise? At what point does that crossover happen? And the show hasn't really explained that. Because we've reached a point now where we're now through the rabbit hole of, of what's going on with this, you know... Like, like what's going on in terms of the, the actual crime. But we never got an explanation as to, like, what caused the switch. And I don't think that the explanation early on where it's like... Okay, so we're going to fudge the number... We're going to fudge the, the, the sample a little bit here. And then move on from there. Like, the idea that that was the thing that kind of pushed them where it's like, okay, so we did this, and then we're going to get away with this, we're going to get away with this. I, I I hate criticizing it because it's like, it doesn't make sense narratively, but it also is reality. But like, to be fair, it feels like the kind of thing that, you know, doesn't quite mesh. Like, there is a, uh, a way to do this that doesn't feel like it's, it's a, you know, a decision that's being made um, purely because, oh, we can get away with it, we have gotten away with it so far, and we will continue to get away with it. And I think it's a little bit of a, a misstep on the, on the part of the show. Um, that said, it's still very well done. The show is still very interesting, and it still can grab your attention and, and make you tune in every week. And, and Amanda Seyfried's performance is still great, and Naveen Andrews is great still. Uh, and then there's also, like, the, um, the new add-on, the new character that we get later on, where it's like, you know, we, we see, like, I, I think at one point when I was talking about episode four, when the Walgreens guys came in, and it's like, you know, the, like, there's a almost willingness to have the wool be pulled over their eyes. Like, there's almost this desire to, like, the, the desire to not see the fraud, even when the fraud's in front of them. And we see that here, um, at this point. Where it's like, you know, now the evidence is being brought to uh, Secretary of State, who's on the board, played by Sam Waterson, whose name I'm forgetting. But the evidence is being brought to him, and he's like, well, I don't believe it. Like, I, he just doesn't want to look at it. And it's kind of like this thing where it's like, you know, it's 2013, and it's the beginning of this idea where it's like the evidence is there in front of you, and we can look at the physical evidence, but just I don't want to believe the evidence. So you can do whatever you you know, you can do whatever, but I don't want to look, like, you know, I just think you're misunderstanding what it is, and showing it to me, and trying to explain it to me, and make them look bad, and it's this idea of, you know, all of that, and it, it, it's an interesting kind of, you know, juxtaposition, um, when it comes to how that relates to reality, um, so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, look, the, the show is great, the, I'm not saying the show is not good, I'm not saying there's there's an issue, but there is a, a tonal dissonance, I would say, where it's not exactly explicit where the issue is. Like, at what point does the fraud begin? 
at what point does the, you know, like there are a lot of questions that don't really add up. Like, and, and, and things like that, that are key aspects of the story. If we're going to tell the story of Elizabeth Holmes, like, Elizabeth Holmes at this point, she's the founder of Theranos, but she also massive, massive fraud. You, and, and she's now convicted of massive, massive scale fraud. And we can't sit here and be like, oh, well, why, like, we gotta, you know, you, you can't tell the story and omit the, the fact of where does the fraud begin? Where does the, where, at what point does that enter the story in a way that it's, you know, yeah, we can make the claim that it's normalized by, um, by what happens when they're, when they're going to pitch to AstraZeneca in episode two or episode three, but if we're at that point and that's where the Edison and we're okay with the fraud there and that's what we're going to do is say that because of that we're okay with everything else, it, it feels kind of like, you know, there needs to be more that pushes them away from doing the right thing and doing the easy thing. Like, unless that's just what they're saying, is that it's just they fell onto the slippery slope of doing what's easy instead of what's right, and then, you know, one thing cascaded into the next, into the next, into the next, and we ended up where we are at, you know, at, at this point. If that's the case, then I can understand that and be like, oh, okay, I see where this is headed. Now, look, I, I think that there's a, you know, I, I think that that's kind of the thing. It's that it, it leaves it open for interpretation, but for a story like this, um, you can't have it open for interpretation, especially considering what this woman meant for you know, the progress of women in sciences, where it's like, you know, like, I think that what this show could have done in a, in a better way was there, there is a way to walk that tightrope, where it's like, yes, this investigation occur like, if it's, if that's what it's positing, because I'm not even sure that that's what it's positing, I know that there have been you know, think pieces in the past about how it's like, look, if this was a guy doing this, this would not be, this this investigation would not have happened. Like, this, this, this you know, we, we wouldn't have seen this, and then years from now we would have found out that, oh, we were doing this in the beginning, but oh, haha, it all worked out, so it's okay. Like, that kind of thing is an argument to be made. And, and the show's kind of unraveling that, but here's the thing, is the, the way the fraud is kind of tiered onto itself and kind of explained within the confines of the show, the issue becomes, it, it's not designed where, like, the way it is laid out, it's like someone was going to find out eventually, as, as, as it ended up happening, where it's like, look, you know, the way that it's, te- the way that it's laid out and what was the fraudulent behavior and at what point in the process... It, it doesn't appear that, um, what's it called? It doesn't appear that it was designed to, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, keep people from, you know, finding out. No, because it's like, it is still kind of hidden behind closed doors. But the problem is, it's like, you know, I, I, I it's one of those things where it's like, if this wasn't based on a true story, like, I'm watching this. And I'm like, you mean to tell me that it was one per? It took 
one person this long to be like, hey, this is wrong. Like, it took, it, it took them this long for someone to finally come forward and be like, hey, what the fuck? Like, it's that kind of thing. And it's, it, it goes along with, like, the idea of, like, how far will people go to follow instructions uh, for a good job, good pay, and, and all of that. And, and it's like, you know, I don't know. It feels kind of silly to me. Um, I don't know. It, it, it's just one of those things where it, it could be better handled in the confines of the show, um, where it's like, you know, you mean to tell me that it took one person, like, one person, it it took them that long for someone to come in and be like, hey, wait, you're diluting the samples, why are you diluting the samples, and it's like, that one person, and and no one else is like, oh, that's a problem, like, and then it's like, someone gets fired for raising that question, and then, and then that's when people start to come forward, where it's like, oh, something's going wrong now, but you mean to tell me that doctors and stuff weren't like, what the fuck? Why are you doing this? Like, I, I really, like, I don't like that approach where it's like, oh, it was, like, there, there is blame to go to her. Like, you can, there, there is 100% blame to go to her. But there were a lot of people entirely down the line of this thing that were 100% on board with and, and, and helping to commit this large-scale fraud. And had it not been for her, they wouldn't have happened. But at the same time, any one of them could have stepped forward at any point and been like, oh, by the way, like, this, there's something not right about this. Like, there's something inherently wrong with how they're handling this problem. Um, it's just, it's just so silly to me that, like, that's where this is. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Um, the show's good. I mean, I still enjoy it. Like, I think that these questions are things that are raised, and I think that they're not to do with the issues at hand. It's more to do with the show's portrayal of the issues at hand. And, you know, it is, there's always a possibility that we get to the end of the show, and these issues kind of resolve themselves within the confines of the show. And maybe it's just because it's a chronological take, um, and they kind of abandon the, the deposition framing device early on that they had in the first two episodes or so, um, but it really does create this sense of, you know, maybe when they do get into the depositions and the investigations a little bit more in depth, they'll be like, okay, so here's who did what, when, and how they knew, and all of that, where there is, you know, blame to go around, I, I mean, look, I, and, and there is an explanation as to why it happened, maybe there are internal memos that are like, okay, so we have this problem, like, this machine will never work. Like, so we got to do this. And it's like, okay, well, they're going to gut the machines for, from, from Siemens and use Lowe's. And it's it, there's a lot of things here that don't quite... Not don't add up, but in a world where this is... What's what I'm looking for here? In, in a world where we're supposed to buy into all of this and, expl- and, and be like, okay, so she... Like, all of this was happening... Um, like, again, I still don't know what the goal of her fraud is, which is a big part of why a fraud's being committed. It, it's like, it, like, like I said, there are two possible explanations as the show kind of lays it out. Number one, it's the, the tech will eventually be ready, but they need to fabricate information to make sure the tech is ready. And number two, it's she just wants to get rich. And the show does a lot to kind of illustrate that it's like, you know, 
dealing with deadlines. She's got the deadline with Walgreens. And she's got all of this stuff um, that, that's kind of mounting as the show goes on. And as she's dealing with all of that, that's when, you know, that's when the, the worst of the fraud kind of continues to happen and, 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 and happen and get worse and, and continue. Um, and to say that, like, you know, oh, all of a sudden we have to, like, you know, I, I feel like that's kind of the case you're trying to make. Is that, you know, the idea was that it would eventually work, but they got caught up with before it could work because they were investigated at a point where no one else would have been investigated because of the constant questioning that goes along with her being a woman in this position of power. And I feel like that's the case that's trying to be made here. Um, but again, it's there's too widespread fraud, and the fraud is too deeply permeated into the the like the fabric of, of Theranos that it, 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 it that it feels good that that, that works as an explanation, um, in my opinion. Where it's like, look, I mean, if like if the fraud was just things like you know like what we see in the, what's it called? Like what we see in the show, where it's like, oh, they're fudging the numbers. Oh, they're using these machines instead of this machine. Oh, they're not doing on-site stuff. They're doing this instead to kind of mask what they're doing and, and all of that. Where it's like, you know, the amount of things that would need to go right, I guess, like, for for these situations to, to arise in the way that the show is... I don't want to say postulating, but, like, the way that it's laid out, I feel like there's definitely a, a disconnect, um, in, uh, in that explanation. Um, so, yeah, so we'll wrap up there for today. Uh, we'll be back with, uh, Moon Knight on Tuesday, and Morbius, the living vampire, on Thursday. Um, one of those will be a lot better than the other. Um, and then, um... What else is there this week? Uh, the Consultant. I'm seeing on Saturday. Uh, the new movie from uh, Chris Pine's in it. Uh, about a, a former police officer. Uh, former military person. Um, if you check out 30 Minute Reviews tomorrow morning, I will have a review of... Or a discussion of the Oscar winners. Um, I have my spreadsheet. And yeah. We'll be back with all of that later this week. So until then, have a great rest of your weeks.